When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers bringing authentic, authoritative, exotic, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Each week, the T-Biz podcast summarizes news with the greatest impact on the tea industry. But tea requires far more nuanced coverage than the recitation of production volumes and commodity prices. That is why the T-Biz podcast is paired with the more inclusive T-Biz blog and Tea Journey magazine. The podcast offers a weekly mix of news and features. It is innovative and interactive permitting listeners to conveniently contact reporters at Origin to ask questions that are answered via text messages that are delivered privately to their phone. Welcome to this week's podcast. Here are the headlines. There's a sparkling future for fizzy tea. Bubble tea drinkers froth over drinking straw ban. Bottom Tea partners with Goodrick Group. And Starbucks introduces Rent-A-Cup. More in a minute, but first, this important message. Avani empowers rural women practicing sustainable agriculture, including tea and crafts, such as weaving with natural fiber and plant-based dyes. Up in the towering Himalayas, Kuman is one of India's oldest tea regions. Today, we raise our cups in the name of Avani Kuman, a nonprofit dedicated to strengthening farming communities. Cheers to a brighter future for all. To donate, visit avani-kuman.org. Actor Brad Pitt is all fired up about fizzy tea, specifically small batch, cold-brewed, certified organic sparkling tea launched by Enroot in five flavors. Pitt invested in the 25-calorie, botanically diverse bottled blends of teas, herbs, fruits, and spices, inspired by co-founder Christina Patwa's grandmother in the Philippines. Marketed as wellness tonics that relax, re-energize, revitalize, rejuvenate, and revive, the teas are made without sweeteners or flavors and bottled in plastic-free packaging. Sparkling teas are a small-volume niche that grew nearly 10% each year from 2017 to 2021, according to 360 market updates. The category has matured in the past 15 years to include high-end gourmet non-alcohol versions by Copenhagen Sparkling Tea, a brand sold at the legendary Fortnum & Mason store in London, and 
innovative soon-to-launch versions like Nomad Tea Soda, a concentrate for bartenders and fans of SodaStream, an at-home carbonation appliance. Business Insight Retail sales of ready-to-drink tea in the U.S. totaled $7.9 billion in 2019, according to Beverage Digest. Volume has steadily increased for the past seven years to 860,192-ounce cases. Sales globally of RTDs are estimated to reach $25.6 billion in 2021, rising to $29.7 billion in 2024, according to market researchers MRFR. This makes RTD the most lucrative segment in tea. Carbonated beverages of all types this year will generate an estimated $255 billion in sales, with RTDT now contributing about 10% of global revenue. Learn more on the T-Biz blog. Bubble tea drinkers are frothing over a drinking straw ban. In 2020, China adopted several policies to make the earth a better place, one of which is a ban on plastic straws in restaurants. The well-intentioned directive, however, drew the ire of bubble tea lovers forced to slurp tapioca balls through soggy paper straws. Alternatives include reusable metal, glass, and bamboo straws, but bubble tea lovers complain it's just not the same. Plant-based plastics made of corn or sugar cane are emerging as an acceptable compromise. PLA decomposes into carbon dioxide and water, and China's king of straws now uses PLA exclusively. Melt tea chain Hei Tea, which operates 450 stores in 35 cities there, made the switch to more expensive PLA. Said one satisfied customer, We welcome the green shift, but not at the expense of spoiling our experience. Business Insight. April 22nd is Earth Day. This year's theme is Restore the Earth, a concern shared globally. In China, plastic bags and plastic cutlery are next on the list to be phased out. Xinhua News Service reports that by 2025, China's degradable plastics market will grow to 35.5 billion won, about $5.5 billion U.S., according to analysts at Walksea Securities. Direct-to-consumer e-commerce retailer Vadim T and garden owner Goodrick Group announced they are teaming up to distribute single-estate teas from the well-known Castleton, Margaret's Hope, and Turbo Estates in Darjeeling and Assam Estates, Harmody, Borpatra, and Dijoux. Vadim founder Balasada said the relationship goes beyond procurement. Goodrick CEO Atul Astana said he is delighted to partner with a dynamic and fast-growing new-age startup that has successfully created an Indian homegrown brand in more than 100 international markets. Business Insight Vanham, founded in 2015, reports annual turnover of $26.8 million. The company has expanded its distribution network to include many tea-related products. 
Value addition is done at origin, and delivery eliminates much of the cost and delay of multiple supply chain handoffs. Sarda has been adept at securing outside financing to grow the company he started at 23 years of age. Vanam earns 99% of its sales outside India. Starbucks introduces Rent-A-Cup. Takeaway tea drinkers experiencing remorse after beverage retailers refused to fill reusable cups last year will be pleased to learn that Starbucks is launching a borrow-a-cup option. The trial at five Seattle-area stores allows customers to order their drinks in a reusable cup with a $1 deposit. When they return the cups at a contactless kiosk at the store or from home using the Ridwell closed-loop service, they get their dollar back and 10 points rewards through the chain's loyalty program. Ridwell professionally cleans and sterilizes the cups, replenishing stores. Studies show that circulating a single reusable cup replaces up to 30 disposable cups. The reusable is then recycled. Business Insight Americans discard 120 billion disposable cups a year, according to the Clean Water Action Fund. Plastic coatings that line hot cups often prevent them from being recycled. Starbucks has publicly committed to a circular economy that recovers and repurposes waste, pledging to reduce by 50% the billions of pounds of waste generated annually. Arvinda and Antheraman in Bengaluru brings us this week's tea price report. This is Arvinda Anantharaman reporting from Bengaluru, India. Sale 13 for the week ending April 3rd, 2021. Last week began with Holi, the festival that marks the beginning of spring. But Sale 13 continued to focus on the South Indian auctions. However, there was no sale in Kochi and only CTC was offered on tea serve. So we're looking at Kunur and Coimbatore. Prices in Kunur were higher for Orthodox leaf at 146 rupees 31 paise as against 117 rupees 24 paise for CTC leaf. Dust prices were close with 126 rupees 22 paise for Orthodox dust and 122 rupees 26 paise for CTC dust. In Coimbatore too, Orthodox leaf tea fetched higher prices at 128 rupees 3 paise as opposed to 116 rupees 53 paise for CTC leaf. However, CTC dust did better at 139 rupees 80 paise as opposed to 112 rupees 54 paise for orthodox dust. The total sale was expectedly lower at 70% in sale 13 down from 80% in sale 12. This was seen more acutely in the dust sales where out of 1,220 lots on offer, 495 were left unsold. Even green tea, of which 206 kilos were on offer, remained unsold. But this week, the focus is on Kolkata as the orthodox auctions are going to be on in the sale 14 and uh, expectations are high on production, on quality and on prices. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade Teas works with tea purveyors at every scale, from promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. This week, Tea Biz visits the Nilgiri tea-growing region in South India, 
where the InCoServe Tea Farmers Cooperative has harnessed the creative and collective energy of 30,000 small farmers. And we discuss the challenges of timely tea delivery in the new harvest year with Jason Walker, spokesman for First Tea, the U.S. division of the largest green tea supplier in the world. Waking a Sleeping Giant a money-losing federation of small grower cooperatives in Tamil Nadu, the largest of its kind in India with a history dating to 1965, languished for decades before a leader emerged with a singular message. Produce tea that builds the lives of farmers and a better future, she said. Quote, That's our ambition to transform an organization that was a sleeping giant into one that can show the world that a small growers organization can be the best among the best. An officer of the Indian Administrative Services, Supriya Sahu arrived in the Nilgiris in 2019 to head InkoServe, a cooperative of tea farmers started by the government of Tamil Nadu back in 1965. In under two years, she has turned this loss-making cooperative into a profitable one. Inco serves 30,000 small farmers and 16 tea factories are producing 14 million kilos of tea per year, which includes a newly launched retail range marketed through food trucks and tea houses. We talked to Supriya about how she pulled off this ambitious and audacious plan, about how she's broken stereotypes about cooperatives, about the perception of anything that is government-run, and also about the Nilgiri tea. Excerpts from the interview are here, beginning with what InkoServe was like when she arrived. No, InkoServe basically is like a sleeping giant. That's the word I am going, I'm telling my team all the time. We are awakening it slowly. It has a huge potential and it could be a game changer in the tea industry. What is the InkoServe story you've set out to narrate? So if I put myself in my farmer's shoes for whom we are working, I think then our story would be that we want to produce tea which is sustainable, which is ethical. I think these words are very, uh, very commonly used like empowerment and this and that. But we really mean that we want to produce a tea which kind of, you know, builds the lives of our farmers for a, towards a better future. Mm-hmm. That is the story. So from an organization that was like a sleeping giant to an organization that can show to the world that a small uh, growers organization can be the best among the best. That is what our ambition is. How significant has turning profitable been? We are profitable. We have turned profitable. As I told you that my most of my factories have turned profitable. But I think uh, we are not only looking at profitability in terms of money. Hmm. Because, you know, a lot depends upon the market for tea also. Hmm. We are looking at profitability in terms of what role as an organization, as a cooperative, we played for the people for whom we were established, we were made. For example, are we aligned with the sustainable development goals? I think for us, profitability would be more in those areas. Say, look at the UN Sustainability Goal 1. Poverty, second one, hunger. Then you have eight, nine, ten, which is did you uh, provide livelihood opportunities? Did you reduce their vulnerability to situations like COVID? Mm. 
Yes, we did. During the COVID period, we were the only fact, only cooperative, only factories. We were operating with all precautions because there was a huge demand for tea from various other states, especially from Kerala. And two thousand tons of tea, which we normally supply in a year, we supplied in twenty-one days to Kerala during the COVID time. None of our farmers had to borrow. None of our farmers had to face the the brunt of COVID. That is where our profitability. That is where our existence matters. Did you reduce the vulnerability of your farmer? to unprecedented crisis like a pandemic like covid that is where we played a very important role we are very proud about the fact that when this order was asked whether we will be able to do it within 3 days all the farmers they sprung to action we opened our factories thanks to the support by government of tamil nadu we were the only people working we worked entire covid period and we fulfilled our the commitment and we earned 21 crores which we distributed to our farmers i think the real profitability or the success of an organization lies when you are able to support your farmers in situations like this Early harvests in China, India, and Kenya sent new teas to market early this year—a fortunate head start. Unlike last year, labor availability is good despite COVID-19 restraints. Tea regions report fine weather, and orderly processing is raising expectations of a bountiful crop. Two obstacles remain. Transport is stretched to the breaking point as reinvigorated economies stir from pandemic weariness. The second hurdle is cost. Wholesalers, retailers, and importers that last year bore the weight of spiking prices must now make up for lost earnings. Expect significant price increases for both specialty and commodity teas for the foreseeable future. In this segment. Jason Walker, spokesperson for First Tea, the U.S. division of the largest green tea supplier in the world, discusses challenges impeding timely tea delivery. Jason, COVID nineteen and the chaos of lockdowns this time last year presented unique delivery challenges. Describe how the logistics hurdles differ for the twenty twenty one harvest. We did see locations and origins that either could not get any tea out at all, or we saw that they could not get anything out on their regular schedules. There were multiple variations of disruption that were happening last year. This year, we are seeing a more steady flow. We are seeing harvests started earlier compared to last year. Things look like they are much more on track. In October, the dollar costs of shipping really started to ratchet up. Things were behind schedule, but then we started to see there was just an inadequate supply of either ships or containers. Things were piled up because of ports that had been closed. Then you had increased demand for uh, online retail, 
lots of new equipment and personal items that were getting shipped. People who used to spend their money on a dinner out are now buying exercise equipment and things like that. So you just have more stuff trying to get on the water at the same time. Containers not even available for weeks. You saw containers sit at ports waiting for days or weeks just to get loaded onto a ship. And then we were hearing stories that some of those ships were returning straight away empty-handed because the the rates for, say, East Asia into Western U.S. were four times sometimes the regular going rate. We are seeing still seeing some of that. We had to share some of that burden of cost with, with our customers. In 2020, importers, wholesalers, and retailers eased the price shock for consumers by absorbing some of the sharp increases in transportation costs. This year, prices are expected to rise with retailers promoting pre-orders and fewer free shipping offers. What advice can you offer to reduce the cost of transporting tea? But if you know roughly when you need it, that helps everybody along the line prioritizing this order. Then you had increased demand for uh, online retail, lots of new equipment and uh, personal items that were getting shipped over personal retail, I should say, that type of thing, where people who used to spend their money on a dinner out are now buying exercise equipment and things like that. So you just have more stuff trying to get on the water at the same time. Then you saw ocean freight where from, say, Shanghai to Long Beach or Los Angeles, that ship. And we we tracked some of our orders and and ships going from, say, October and and later on, even into the early spring here. You saw the ships waiting off the port in the water for five days, sometimes more, before it could even get into a harbor to actually get unloaded. It also kind of helps average out. You may pay higher now, but you may be able to kind of offset that later as shipping goes down and we all can adjust our our price. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and T-experts? Contact them direct through subtext private message-based platform. Avoid the chaos of social media and start a conversation that matters. Subtext message-based platform lets you privately ask meaningful questions of the tea experts, academics, and tea biz journalists reporting from the tea lands. You see their responses via SMS texts, which are sent direct to your phone. Visit our website and subscribe to Subtext to instantly connect with the most connected people in tea. Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.